ECW live cast. This week is ECW Hardcore TV episodes 86 and 87 from December 13th and December 20th of 1994. I'm Mike Pru along with JV as always. Welcome back BTT Army, BTT JV Goon Squad. We are back at it and this is our first episode where we're not using the cock. We're not using the WWE Network. We yeah, got the originals, man. baby. This is gonna be even better now. It's gonna be. It's, it's, this is an actual improvement for the show. Yeah, we got the real audio now. Sweet. Real music, no knockoff bullshit. Right, and on top of that, guys, listeners out there, here's a little special surprise for you. Since you guys are all Patreon members on the five dollar tier, you do have the ability to get access to the BTT Google Drive that has. All the episodes that they're covering on there, that Mike Mills and Doc Turner, Hot Body Hopper, that they're all doing for their NWA show, and the world-class shows over there, there's episodes there, and now there's ECW episodes available. So these episodes that we're covering today on this episode are available for you to follow along, watch along with us. So if you want to just watch them on your own, that's fine too. If you want to watch them while we do the podcast, of course, that'd be great. So they're available there, the BTT Drive. And if you don't have access to it yet, it's as simple as emailing bookintheterritory at gmail.com and just telling Mike that you need access to it if you're a Patreon member, and he'll give it to you. Tell him Mike sent you. Yes. <laughs> Tell him the extreme ECW livecast sent you. Yes. Because then Mike will be like, oh, shit, people want to listen to the ECW livecast. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if you say Mike, you might think it's him. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, tell me CW sent ya. Yeah. Extreme cast. Large so, Marge sent ya. So that'll be cool as long, you know, as uh, who knows when the episodes will be back up on Peacock and whatnot. But as long as we can get these episodes the way we are, and first off, I'll, I'll thank Richard Land, who is making these episodes available for us. He is one of the top guys out there in the wrestling community in terms of having access to old videos and whatnot. And all it was is simply is me asking him. And he's helped me out a bunch before. And he was more than willing to help out and find these episodes. So he probably knew somebody that had the ECW stuff. And he made it available. So every two weeks or so, I'm going to ask him for a couple more. And he said that that's no problem. They'll send them on over as we need them. I don't want to bug him, like saying, "Oh, can you get me all these months at once?" <laughs> it's like, nah, fucking. Well, we'll just take two at a time. <laughs> so, 
on the drive, we have three episodes available right right now. We have the 13th, the 20th, and the 27th of 1994, December of 1994. And then I'll ask for a few more in January 1995. And then they'll be added to the drive. Okay, so just know that the drive won't have all the episodes ahead of time. They'll just be coming in as we do them. Okay, so that's that. All right, so that's pretty cool. Pretty cool news. You know, the show's not ending. <laughs> we got access, and now you guys even have access to watching the originals, which is fucking awesome. Better than the network. So, cool shit there. All right, guys, so before we get into this, though, do follow us on Twitter. Follow us at ExtremeCast on Twitter. Follow me, Mike Pru at MPRU83, and follow JV at John Van Damage. And JV, I didn't say how you doing. How you fucking doing? I'm doing well, man. My allergies are killing me right now from doing yard work. Oh, yeah. That, that's what always happens to you this time well, of year. Having a hard there. time breathing. Not breathing, but I'm stuffy. It sucks. Oh, man. That blows. It didn't hit, hit till like an hour ago, though. Well, you were out there for a, lo- a long part of the oh, day, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, like all day. Oh, shit. So, so for me, I got some yard work done, but I had people come in and sod down so I now now i got a nice looking front yard all sod now i just gotta water it take care of it now fuck it up <laughs> but i didn't have to fucking do any grunt work <laughs> there I you go like it. it's fucking awesome i like i like doing the grunt work now do you yeah it's well, the only thing i like doing around do. the house is the yard work i do take pride in the I'll yard bitch work. about it but i feel like i'm i feel like i'm really accomplished something well you can bitch about something when you're the one doing the work yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's continue on here. All right, JV and I also do the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you can follow us on Twitter, also at Bottom Line Cast. Also, we have a Facebook group you can join, Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. So go check us out there. We're covering the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We have just wrapped up 2001, and we're heading into a new year, just as we are heading into new year soon here on this show. We're heading into 2002 over at the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast and kind of getting to the end of Stone Cold's career and the end of that podcast also. So we have over 150 episodes available covering the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, dating all the way back to his debut as the ringmaster, all the way up to this point, like I said, December of 2001. And also a lot of watch-alongs from great matches from that, from that time frame, 96 through 2001. So check us out, the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. And also, there's a great documentary that just came out today as we're recording this on A&E Biography, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So good shit right there. And now, before we get into this week's episode, I do want to make a little correction on a couple of things that I noticed from last episode. I, I did a little fuck up. I said that the, the Scorpio Malenko TV title match was from uh, November 19th, 1994, but it was actually November 4th. It was right before November to remember the night before. So I'd fucked that out, fucked that up, and I'm going to call myself out on that. I fucked up there. Accountability. It's a great yeah. trait. And then there was one other thing that I had, I had gone back and I had listened, and that's how I picked up on this little mistake that we made. And we were go- goofing around. We were like, what the fuck's a Grecan Roman knuckle lock? Because that's what Joey Styles had said. Greco-Roman knuckle lock. We're like, what the fuck's he talking about making shit up? So we were goofing on him for that. And then when I heard that we made fun of it, 
I looked it up, and it is a real thing. <laughs> it's not a made-up move. It's a real thing. A Greco- Greco-Roman knuckle lock is essentially the test of strength. Huh. When people lock their, you know, lock hands. It's what they call it, the Greco-Roman knuckle lock. They do a test of strength. So, Joey Styles was right. He wasn't making shit up. We were just dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. uh, uninformed. Yeah, well, yeah, we were, we were ignorant. Yeah. But you can classify that as dumbasses too sometimes. Yeah. If you if you're gonna go to the point of making fun of something, yeah, then you're a dumbass. Belittle <laughs> the the person right. that's actually right. Right. If yeah. we simply went Greco Roman Nuckalock, oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. But but instead we said Joey Styles, fuck it, making shit up. No. Yeah, yeah, we just accused them. <laughs> yeah. Falsely accused them. Right. So we were the dumbasses in that case. Yes. But we corrected it, so we're not assholes. <laughs> we're accountable. We're accountable, dumbasses. Maybe dumbasses, but we're not assholes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's enough of that. And uh, usually do some shout-outs here. Like I already said, you know, thanks Richard Land for helping us out. And many of you probably know of him already, but he has a website that he is uh, like the curator of. Basically, it's like it's a fucking museum website, and it keeps track of. Basically, all shows of wrestling going back to the 60s. And it's just show results, house show results, TV results, all that for all different territories. And it's called the history of WWE.com. And it was originally started by Graham Cawthon, who still runs it, but he's brought Richard on to kind of take over while he works on some other projects at the time. So Richard's a big part of that. So check out history of the WWE.com. I use it all the time for the bottom line wrestling cast when I do house show results. And I even use it for ECW just to see if there's anything that I need to take a look at. So it's a good resource for looking for different matches and when they happen and whatnot. So check it out. History of WWE.com. It's it's great because it's like so old school. So if you remember being online back in the early 2000s, like fucking GeoCities site. (laughs) <laughs> the website's pretty much still like that <laughs> no shit it's a fucking total throwback they haven't changed the format of it since it started all the way back in the early 2000s alright now our first episode this week is going to be ECW Hardcore TV episode 86 from December 13th 1994 and again like I said this isn't on the network it's not on Peacock if you're going to watch along Go to the BTT Drive, get the access from Mike. He'll give it to you. You'll be able to watch along with us. Okay, and also keep in mind, you don't always need to watch along because JV's going to supply the audio in the background, as always, just like, just like we always have. Yep. It's just that it's going to be the original audio. And yep, better, the other better thing, audio. Right. An authentic experience. Exactly. And it's full version, too, so commercials are still in, which means... You're going to get a lot of hype promos. Like A lot of the commercials are going to be, oh, we're going to this place, and these are the matches. So there's going to be a lot of that. And there's going to be a lot of repeat commercials, because this shit was coming on at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And the ads for these programming, for this programming, is like the same thing over and over again. It's like shit like Bowflex. <laughs> like... <laughs> some stupid like workout like infomercial type of shit but it'll be interesting to see we'll get sick of it after a while but 
here on this first episode, it'll, it'll we'll get a kick out of it, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so it's about 59 minutes, close to an hour for this episode. So we'll do this one first, then we'll take a break, and then we'll do the next episode from December 20th. So let's get to it. I'll give you guys just a second if you're going to be watching along. I'll do the countdown as always. Three down to one. When I say play, we all click play. All right, JV, you situated? Yep, I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. All right, there we go. Right. Six seconds it starts with Joey Styles. All right, so Joey Styles is talking about Brian Pillman being Steve Austin's replacement. So we're getting a recap of Sherry telling Shane Douglas that Brian Pillman will be his partner in the match between Ron Simmons and Too Cold. This is all highlights from last episode. Oh, we get to hear the real music. Here it is. Flying <laughs> Brian's coming out. It's coming out to Welcome to the Jungle, which is what we played as our outro music last episode. Douglas shot in, duck the clothesline. Yeah, we said this before we started, but this is good quality video here. Yeah, it's cleaner quality than I think what we saw on the network. Yeah, a lot of the network ones. We got some amazing promos last time from uh, oh, Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons. He's kind of the star of the last uh, last episode. Absolutely. I know I wear glasses, but I think Sherry just put Scorpio's foot on the rope. Yep, so this is when Sherry was helping this was out the Scorpio. Foreshadowing. Yep. But that was so blatant, though. You knew she was yeah. up to something. So was that dropkick to the ref? <laughs> yeah. John Finnegan down. Sherry always being a good sport. She's going to the top rope. She's going to miss Scorpio Oof. and hit. Blatantly hit Jane Douglas. In the back of the head. She's her high heel there, right? Yeah. That's killed him with the high heel. Look at her trying to act like she didn't do anything. <laughs> like, oh no, I can't believe I did that. But she oh no. Yeah, but now she's like just playing with her hair, smiling yeah. at the crowd. <laughs> Shoulder block from Simmons to Pillman. Simmons now unloading on the franchise. Reversal on the Irish whip. Power slam. Oh, that was a great power slam. That was great. And that was the end of the match there. This will lead to the confrontation with Sherry. She's going to pull out a picture of Ric Flair from her tits. Or her bra. <laughs> Pillman after Sherry tosses her in. Rips her shirt off. Now she's just in her corset. Her lingerie, whatever it is. Look at her trying to... Shane ain't having it. I, I love where this heads right now. 
Yeah, he, he's not dealing with that He wasn't an idiot. Right. Gonna grab that picture right from her chest. Sherry Mortel has set up the franchise on behalf of Rick He grabs it. I mean, that's low even for him. Worlds have once again collided here at the ECW. Fine guy, can't trust Hogan's job, boys. Shane's former and present manager has double crossed. Well, Pillman and Sherry. Now she's wounding in his face. The disrespect on Sherry. Oh, I didn't notice. Oh. It's funny how straight up her legs are. I know. She's like <laughs> taking it perfectly. She's yeah. up. Boom. Pile <laughs> driver to Sherry. And I didn't notice last time on on Douglas's tights it says simply the best. That was one of his entrance music. One of his entrance songs. Simply the best. Simply the best. Now he berates the hell out of her. With a live mic. <laughs> Haven't seen a piece of shit like him. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> An old piece of shit. <laughs> what an opening to a show. If you missed the previous week and you tune into this one, you're like, whoa! What a fucking opening. I can't wait to hear the entrance the opening theme the real opening theme to ECW Hardcore TV and the controversial legend of the franchise Shane Douglas continues to grow here crowd loves Shane Shane is oh, their yeah. guy absolutely Ooh. Shane's in the high school locker room as I sit here holding the gold all right, let's lay out for Sheen's promo. Mountain and the greatest sport that two men can enter. With no team sports, no 22 men behind us, where two men enter the squared circle. It is the last bastion where an athlete can prove his manhood. I take the gold and I sit it down, Ron Simmons, because it's about time to give you a history lesson. You see, Ron Simmons, in ancient Phoenicia, when they built the temples, there was a place inside the temples called the Holy of Holies. It was the place where nobody except the best athletes of the day, the best athletes of the ancient world, were able to venture. There were no windows. But the fans James in the arena, once knowledge. they saw what they had seen, they felt like they were part of the great sports at that time. Just like the ECW fans today feel like they're part of this great sport. Ron Simmons, I stand in the locker room of the franchise where only greatness dares to venture, where only eagles dare to fly. Just like the holy of holies in those ancient temples, Ron Simmons, I stand right here and Saturday night as this water runs over like a bastion over the back of my head while the hot water flows away all the aches and pains that you say you're going to give me, Ron Simmons. One standard stands above all the rest. One rule of thumb will be self-evident that night, Ron Simmons, because that night you can beat me from pillar to post. You can give me the inevitable power slam. You can do all the things that you did to Vader and beat him. You can do to me all those things that you did to Ric Flair and beat him. You know, I've heard that Ric Flair hasn't liked the things that I've been saying. 
And the things that I've been saying have been wearing on Ric Flair. The hair is just a little bit thinner. The eyes got just a little bit heavier bags underneath them, a little bit gray tint to them. The face is getting a little bit more drawn down. Father Time has eaten away at your Ric Flair. But I'm going to apologize. I apologize to you, Ric Flair, for being what you can never be again. The man that wears the gold. The man that stands on top of the mountain. The man that calls him franchise and backs it up with athletic ability that you may have once had, but Father of Time has robbed you, sucked it right out of your veins. So when you look at me, Ric Flair, when you stand in the TBS towers with your greatest henchwoman, Sherry Martell, when you send her with a message here, you can always be guaranteed of one thing, Ric Flair, unlike you, when you call my number, I'll pick up the phone. When you say something about Shane Douglas or you send a message to the franchise, I will respond. Just a few weeks ago, Ric Flair, the voters in this country sent a message to one Democratic Party. I'm sending a message right back to you, right to TBS Center, CNN Center, where, where the great Ted Turner sits behind the big desk and doesn't know a damn thing about television. Right to your backyard. Pick up the phone, Ric Flair. The message is simple. If you're man enough to answer it, don't send a woman to do a man's job. If you think you're man enough to come up here and take the gold, I ain't hard to find. I'm not the man hiding behind boardrooms. I'm not the man hiding behind a tie. I'm not the man hiding behind retirement. <laughs> I'm not the man that let an entertainer shove a handkerchief in my face. <laughs> Ric Flair, you've got no guts. It's the last time I'll mention your name, Ric Flair. To me, it's like taking that cigarette and dropping it on the floor and wiping it out with my great foot and saying, it's out. The fire is gone. And you hear it from the ECW fans every time I walk to the arena, every time I walk down the aisle. Flair is dead. Flair is dead. When you lay in bed, Ric Flair, at night, instead of putting your ear on your wife's chest and hearing that pitter-patter of a soft heartbeat, what you hear deep inside, the voice that won't go away, the voice that haunts you, Ric Flair, is the voice of the franchise, saying you're not the man that you claim to be, you never were. Ric Flair, you're out of my life. Unless you're man enough to pick up the phone, I say your name no more. But unlike you, Ric Flair, there is one man. WCW has spawned one man that does have enough guts to come up and face the man with the greatest athletic ability in this sport today, Ron Simmons. But this Saturday night in ECW Arena, Ron Simmons, you will come up on the short end of the stick because just like in the day when the Holy of Holies was considered sacred, so was the franchise's dressing room. And as this water pours over my head, I'll sit here with a chuckle, with a good feeling deep down inside of my heart, Ron Simmons, because love me or hate me, every fan in that building that night will see exactly why I've called myself franchise from day one in ECW. Every single fan that night, including you, Ron Simmons, will know why Extreme Championship Wrestling is now called Extreme Championship Wrestling and not Eastern Championship Wrestling. I've hoisted this organization onto these great shoulders and I've taken it where no wrestling organization has ever gone before.
I've not done it with steroids. I've not done it with entertainment. I've not done it with clowns. What I've done it with is sheer ambition. Blood, sweat, and tears, Ron Simmons. Something that you say you've got because you came from the Jets. Well, let me tell you something, Ron Simmons. What beats inside this chest is a heart of a man that claims to be the best and does it, shows it, every damn single night I go out into that ring. Ron Simmons, this Saturday night, in this version of the Holy of Holies, my sacred room where no one but the franchise dares enter. When all is said and done, Ron Simmons, you'll be nothing more than fodder for the franchise. Nothing more than just one more stepping stone on my way to greatness as I continue to fly. I said it once before, Ron Simmons, an edict that my father told me when I was just a boy. You can walk with the crowds or soar with the eagles. This Saturday night, Ron Simmons in Extreme Championship Wrestling Arena, I take you as one more launch pad for the eagle taking off. This Saturday, Ron Simmons, the franchise flies with the eagles. That's a good build to the match. Yeah, it was a little long, though. Yeah, a little long. <laughs> and look at those showers. It's like, come on. That's, uh, it, that's like a middle school locker room. It was, uh, <laughs> like he's taller than the shower heads. <laughs> you know what? You know what's kind of weird, though? How he keeps taking shots at Ric Flair. Yeah, I was, that's what I was going to say, too. Is like, I was like, dude, you're still taking, like, the guy's not even in the company. Right, he's not in the company. He's never going to show up. So, time to stop talking about Ric Flair. Yeah, talk about your locker room. Right, and I, I like that he did say, this is the last time I'm going to talk about you. Yeah, we'll because, see. like, all right, good, because it's easy to shit on somebody that doesn't even know you're talking about him. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ric Flair has no clue what's going on in ECW. Nope, he don't care. So it's pointless. I mean, it does come off as pretty cool to a viewer. Like, ah, he's talking shit about Ric Flair, whoa. Yeah, he's been doing it for a while now. Yeah. Good point. At least four or five episodes we've covered, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. What's going on? Uh-oh. Oh, we got... 911. Is this Liu Kang? <laughs> the Young Dragons. Oh, the Young Dragons. We've seen them before. The Young Dragons were... Um, I don't know if it's changed, but... The original Young Dragons that we saw was Paul Laurier... Which is really nobody. But the other young dragon was Mikey Whipwreck. Uh, so I wonder if Mikey Whipwreck is still portraying a young dragon in this match. With a wig on? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he is. Probably a little extra money. <laughs> it's ridiculous when someone gets in a wrestling ring with a gi on, though. <laughs> oh, it's happened good amount of times. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And it's been ridiculous every time. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. Ricky Steamboat at had it. <laughs> what are they doing? They got, they got oh my class. God, look at that. They look like shit. They got class in the morning. Look at that fake-ass wigs they got on. They work on their form in their off time. Their wigs look like 80 rock bands. Shit. Terrible wigs. <laughs> 911. He's got his own shirt now. 911 t-shirt. Nine-one-one's gonna fuck up the young dragons. <laughs> yeah, these guys are fucked. <laughs> gonna make these dragons fly. 
Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Historic wrestling city. Well, I guess WWF did a lot of TV tapings in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Back this in the is 80s. insane. All right, so this episode, or this match rather, is from December 10th, 1994, which is three days before the airing of this episode. And it's not at the ECW Arena. It's in Bristol, Pennsylvania. It's one of this little house shows that they tape some matches from. We got the choke slam and now the cover. One, two, three, all done. Pointless. <laughs> Joe Styles named like every Japanese automobile. Look at that random wall in the middle. <laughs> it's like the old garden. Yeah. Obstructed viewing. <laughs> I'm going to do a time, uh, time check. I'm, I'm at 16. Hold on. 16, 13, 16, 14. 15. Yeah, I'm like maybe a half second ahead of you. All right. Good enough. What? And what? Who's he up against? Once in a while, two opponents, but never has he faced two opponents the size of Jason's Pitbull. Oh, the Pitbulls versus 9-11. Wow, dirty. 9-11, Right? What? What do you mean? He said 9-11. He said 9-11? He said <laughs> you did. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> <laughs> I said 9-11. Sorry. I wasn't even thinking. Double choke slam. Just ingrained in my mind, I guess. Fuck. Yeah. You see the letters. Numbers. Well, you like when I see the letters. I said, oh, fuck, man. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> fuck, I'm shutting up. You're, you're taking over. <laughs> letters. You're like, here comes this lion with a choke slam. Like that's 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 nine one one. No, it's Tony the Tiger. I thought. <laughs> They're great. Oh, titties. Oh, big ass titties. It's Angel. Angel's back with a big ass tit. And Tommy Toothless. That is teeth suck. Dude, Tommy Cairo. On a crack pipe. It's like, yeah, it looks like he's got corpses, like corpse teeth. <laughs> Look at that tit just on his shoulder. It's always <laughs> pushed up. <laughs> Resting on it. Super Summer Sizzler Spectacular when those puppies were unleashed. Virgin Princess Angel. That's her new name. Virgin Princess. Yeah. Probably blew right after that. <laughs> Holiday Hell 2. All right, so this is one of the commercial breaks, which wouldn't play usually on the network. So it's just running this. down the card. December 17th, 1994's Holiday Hell, which we're not going to do as a super card show because every one of these matches are going to be on ECW Hardcore TV over the course of the next three episodes. So beginning with the second episode of this episode, so, the December 20th, that's the first episode out of three that covers Holiday Hell. 
and that's going to happen more frequently, so there might not be as many Supercard shows if that's the case. We'll see. We'll figure it out. But Holiday Hell is not even available anyway for us to go anyway. Hardcore Heaven. Alright, so we just had an ECW Hotline commercial. Now you get the videotape commercial for Hardcore Heaven. This was their big time shit though, selling the videos. So some, so somebody just tuning in, like, oh, I like this. Like, oh, here's some videos you can buy then if you like this. Buy Hardcore Heaven. That was a good show, kinda. I think that was the best part of it actually. <laughs> it was all the chairs flying in. Yeah. <laughs> I think we kind of shit on that show a little bit. <laughs> Wrestle America magazine. That was one of the newer magazines that came out around this time in 95, 94, 95. It sucked. <laughs> but I bought it a couple of times. Just because it was a wrestling magazine. There were so many wrestling magazines at the time. Figures <laughs> Ric Flair's on the Ric cover. Ric Flair missed the perfect. <laughs> The guy Shane Douglas has been berating for weeks. Right. Oh. Another videotape that they're selling here. This is an older show. Shit. What show was this? Singapore Keen match, Sandman and Cairo. Hey, What was it, Sad Luck like True it, playing? I can hear the music. Yeah, it just makes everything feel better. Hey, yeah, When Worlds Collide. What a decent show. <laughs> Ico Pro. <laughs> Ico Pro commercial. Oh. Yeah, that's the shit you see in the middle of the night. Wake up in the middle of the night, turn your TV on at 1 a.m. This is the kind of commercial you saw in the 90s. Ico Pro. See a little skin think that maybe you got lucky and porn was on. Yeah. <laughs> Same production quality. Yeah. This is Jason. Alright, Jason. I miss the simplicity of this all. I know. And so Jason is hyping the hardcore phone line right now. 1-900-884-4-ECW. As my shooter, Dean Malenko will successfully defend my ECW Heavyweight Television Championship. And then I will go on to tell you about my game plan as the Pitbulls will once and for all end the winning streak of 9-1. Alright, so continue the hype, the 911 versus the Pitbulls match. With holiday hell almost upon us, there is one man here. Back to Joey. The ECW who has the most to gain for more reasons than one. Ron Simmons, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, will challenge the franchise, Shane Douglas, this Saturday night for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Keep in mind that Extreme Championship Wrestling is returning to Florida January 14th and 16th. Ron Simmons, former Florida State All-American, would love nothing better 
than to return to his home state wearing the championship gold. Yeah, Ron Simmons, baby. Oh, here we go. Promo, man. I don't know what else to tell you, man. I have no idea what else to tell you. The only thing I can do now is show you. You know, remember <laughs> when Ron Simmons used to make those game-saving tackles? Remember when the crowds used to jump up and cheer? Those thousands of people. Guess what? You're going to get a chance to get that feeling again because I'm going to give you the same emotion right now when I'm doing it in the squared circle. I know what it feels like, man, to put that belt around <laughs> yeah, your waist. His voice is so badass like, when he says it's badass, but then it goes back to what you said last episode. Hey, He's fucking the genie, dressed like the genie. From Aladdin. That belt means more to everybody here than their mothers themselves. You hear me? Because that's what wrestling is about, to be the man. You're the man now. I want to be the man here. I am going to be the man here. That belt, brother is wrestling okay you're the man the world's heavyweight champion all right can't nobody deny because you got the belt but i am going to get that feeling again man what did i tell you people what did i tell you wish he, did i wish give you my word and tell you that i would deliver and guess what i kept my promise to him what he was gonna get when he got neighbor i tried to beg him out of the beating that's what kind of man i am they never say i'm not a generous he's man he's a genie of course I he's told generous him yeah, he gives wishes and when i said it i was gonna try to drive his ass don't ask for more wishes yes i did and guess what i'm gonna do it every time you get in that ring with me, but guess what, boy? You got guts. You got guts. You can take a good ass with it. I'll give you that, and I can give one. Every time you get in that ring with me, I'm going to give you, it's going to increase, it's going to increase. Bunsen's could be saying anything, and it would be into Yeah, I know. A project bean, but I call it a jack bean. The hood ain't no neighborhood, punk. When you get in there. He's frustrated as fuck right now. what you want. And you expect it to. A good old-fashioned ass whipping. Okay? Nope. That's what I'm going to give you, man. Nothing else. It's as simple as that. <laughs> simple as that. There we go. Got to the final point. That was it. That was good. Back to the same Myco Pro commercial. The nice tatas there. But then we get the bicep. More of the girl, please. Not that one. <laughs> like Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah, it did look like uh, True Lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Black and white. Ico Pro, you've got to want it. I do Vince McMahon was still involved with Ico Pro at this point. Probably. I mean, there was always that, right, then isn't it like fact that he was helping ECW? Yeah. During these times, like, low-key. Yeah, I don't know if it was this early, but a little later. I think by, yeah, probably, at some point in 95, I think it's when it started. Hardcore Heaven. Videotape promo again. This match blew. Too cold in Zabu. That sucked ass. Hack match. Yep. There was another shitty match. Hughes versus... Yeah, that's right. That show sucked. Go ahead in 94. 
Allow three to four weeks for delivery. That's a long ass time to be waiting. Back then. Alright, they're playing the opening intro again. <laughs> Please give us your comments on Good the show. Music. This does help though, watching these episodes. I, I definitely feel like I'm getting a more real ECW experience. Yeah. Oh shit, what's this? Holiday Hell. Holiday Hell in Hamburg. First time, Battle Royal. Hey, that's kind of like our logo. <laughs> the ECW <Yeah>. ring. <laughs> shit, I'm going to steal so that. Are these all the people that are going to be at the show? These are all the people that are going to be in that Battle Royal. Apparently. Oh shit. Tasmaniac, Ron Simmons. Mikey Whiprack. Do it like Vince McMahon at the Royal Rumble. Shine Man. Tommy Dreamer, 911, with Paulie Dangerously. Oh, the Hamburg Fieldhouse. I'm not really doing Vince anymore. December 16th, 1994. This song rocks, and it's not even like. Yeah, I don't even know who it is. Yeah. But it's badass. <laughs> that was cool. I should have shazammed it so I could find out who it is. <laughs> Played during the. Uh, Played during the first break. The break yeah. I got the outro music already. I don't want to give it away yet. All right. We have to watch the second episode. We don't have uh, the break music yet. Who is it? Wrestling Machine? Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit? Skyrocketed himself. To the upper echelons of this sport by competing in Mexico, Japan, virtually every continent on this planet, and that globe-trotting landed him here in Extreme Championship Wrestling. Who is it? Competition lies. Ben oh, it's Benoit. Has gone through opponent after opponent after opponent to get to the top, including taking advantage of an injured Sabu, and Sabu has had some difficult months. He didn't take advantage of an injured Sabu. He fucking injured Sabu. Sabu has suffered yep. one bad break after another. Oh man, remember that? Oh, yep. they never said that before. They didn't say he broke three ribs. No, I don't. I don't remember this either. But I don't remember we, this graphic. But when we saw it, we knew that it happened. <laughs> we knew he broke ribs. That's because he's reckless. I feel like there's a lot more than just oh, jeez, than just commercials and original music added. What do you mean? Like. I feel like some of the, the fluff in between the transitions, the transitions from like matches and segments to segments, yeah, like the promos and stuff. Not the promo, but like the promotionals, the short commercials. Yeah. Yeah, there's a are lot those more. Those commercials though. you were talking about. Those are the commercials. Because oh, I thought we were gonna see like a local commercial. No, not really because. Ship in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> no, because basically, what they bought was like infomercial time. Okay. So the commercials breaks are their own commercial breaks, generally. I see. So the Ico Pro thing, I don't know what that, how that works in. But maybe Ico Pro paid ECW to have spots on their show? Maybe. I, I think that would make sense. But yeah, so it's just an infomercial hour that they bought. 
on different in different markets. So they would just give them their hour of video, and it would just play during that hour. Sabu shot up in the air by Chris Benoit. We're gonna slow it down. Can we freeze this? Oh, here come. Oh, that's horrible. Oh man, when they show that. Sabu landed on his neck. That's terrible. I mean, we've seen it a few times now, but each time. Joey Styles acting like he's fucking John Madden right now. He's Telestrator. And then he was fine, though. He was wrestling like the next week. Which is crazy. Alright, so here we go to experience the difference November 19th. Sabu already back in action. Basically, two weeks later. Taz and Sabu against Malenko's. Taz gets the win there. <laughs> Jason fucking little karate kick to Paul Heyman's back. <laughs> He didn't quite reach the back of the head, so I don't know what Joey Styles is talking about. Yeah, he's not that flexible, buddy. As if the pile driver wasn't vicious enough, the split oh, pile driver is just that much worse. He even attempted, though, on somebody that just went through what he did, like Sabu did, and landed on his head. They're going to give him a pile driver, spike pile driver. Yeah, that was a nice moonsault that we saw from Rocco Rock that we talked about last episode that we saw at the end of this match when all chaos broke out. And Rocco Rock's going to do it again. I couldn't even believe he even reached. Look at this. Cabbage patch from Rocco. Oh, my God. Halfway across the ring. Using new graphics too. Looks a little different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the overlays. Yeah. Oh, that's what you were saying. Yeah, I feel like those got edited out. Like, the, unless this is the first episode they started. Yeah, using Yeah, maybe they just started using them here. Because I haven't seen those. It's nice that they have them because they put what's going on. It's definitely a slow. Yeah. It's definitely a slow episode. Good yeah. promo so far, though. Yeah, the promo's good. There hasn't been a match. I mean, there was that 9-1-1 versus the Young Dragons, and that was literally like 10 yeah, seconds. Wasn't a match. That was a spot. Right. Here, watch this spot. <laughs> right. So pretty much we're recapping what we just watched last episode. I've noticed their episodes. So they, they always have an episode that really just summarizes leading up to, like, whatever the next event is. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this is the one. 
<laughs> there is going to be one big match from the previous show. Yeah. Previous show that was not a super card, but it was one they were advertising the November nineteenth show. Experience the difference. So the big match of that show was the Sandman versus Tommy Dreamer in a dueling game match. They're going to play that on this episode. But other than that, it's a hype show for Holiday Hell. Then as I was saying earlier, December 20th episode is Holiday Hell Part 1 of 3. Then the 27th is Part 2. And then in the new year, January 3rd, I think, is the final part of Holiday Hell. So yeah, this is basically the hype for Holiday Hell. But they're going to give us one good match. And you know why, Johnny? Why is that rock out? Because our boys, Public Enemy. My oh, Uncle yeah. Rick. That's funny. Um, Rick Beebe, he sent the tweet out. He's like, do you have any other family members that were in ECW? You got your Uncle Rick. You got you got your Grandpa grandpa Prue. There's uh, Dory Funk. <laughs> rock out rocks, my Uncle Rick. I was like, yeah, there's this probably another one. There's probably somebody else. He says the E's for extreme. But Rocco, you looking at extreme. I'll say my cousin Adam, though. He's probably like the Briscoe brothers, though. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> He's one of the Briscoe brothers. Not in ECW, but yeah, ROH. <laughs> and then my cousin Mike is more like Kevin Owens. <laughs> That's funny. That's, that's that's actually a good comparison. You mean neutered? Neutered, that's right. Oh, okay. I got it now. Taz! Taz! You at the wrong place at the wrong time. Because you're going to have to suffer the consequences too. This Saturday night, holiday hell, Rocco. Molly, dangerously. We hey, hear I you've been saying some bad champions are spot on, though. Mama. World champ, and we heard ECW champ, Jane Douglas, tag champ, public enemy. Oh, yeah, they definitely have the right guys. <laughs> right. Make a Paul's got the right guys in the spots with the fellas. You bring Taz and Sabu to the ECW arena because the only breaking there's gonna be is not gonna be tables. It's gonna be necks and bones. And Sabu, Taz, it's over. You will not be the two men to calm down the public enemy. We are the Mac Daddies of the Mac Daddies. And we are the Mac Daddies of Back that is a violence. Taz, That's the nickname that they were by for a little bit. Psycho yuppie, you get them ready, cause they're gonna face something like they never faced before. <laughs> we like to party. We cause a lot of trouble and we hurt everybody. <laughs> Rockabye, baby. Rockabye, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now they're playing the music. Yeah, man, this is the shit that got people so into ECW is, ah, oh, look at the music, promos. Now we fucking finally get to experience it again. Because we got the originals, baby. And they're hyping, right now they're hyping, if you're not watching along, it's Holiday Hell 2. Oh, shit, commercial. Let's see what the fuck this is. Looks like some yuppies. Rosemary Nelson. Oh, fucking law. Attorney at law commercial. 
Like Better Call Saul. <laughs> no. Oh no, it's a credit American ex- corporate American Express card. To apply, call one eight hundred success. Commercial blows. Yeah, it does. Why is that? Like one guy's like doing voiceover, and then somebody else is repeating what's being said. <laughs> this is like early. Wow. People started getting into credit cards and stuff. Right? When did credit cards really start becoming mainstream? Mid 80s, I would think. Oh, this is a local commercial. Local jewelry store. New and used. Fine quality jewelry. Not a jewelry store. No, no, no. Much better. Pawn shop. The one. The only. The ultimate. The place for jewelry. Carver W. Reed. Corner of 10th and Sampson Street. Now you know. I think that's like right around the corner from the ECW Arena. <laughs> so that's another thing. They probably went to that jewelry store. Said, oh, we have a show. How much money will you give us to advertise on it? That's basically what it is. So they got all their own commercials. And then they bought infomercial spots. Late night. That's why we see so many of these ECW promos. The Extreme Battle Royal for the first time ever. Not a TV taping. Oh, we're not going to see this on TV. Only in person. Only who won. With the franchise in it. Oh, shit. Oh, I can't Shazam. Cause Didn't I we just phone. see all these guys? Yeah. You're right. Same fucking rundown. Yeah. We're going to see it over and over again. Whip record, two peas <laughs> coming up. Yep. Yeah, two peas. <laughs> Sandman with woman. At least we get the cool song again. <laughs> yeah. I was going to try to Shazam and then I was like, ah, I got headphones on. How am I fucking going to do that? <laughs> I try to type the lyrics into uh, a Google search, but I have no idea what's being said. <laughs> I'm about to be joined by the psycho yuppie, Paulie Psycho yuppie, Paulie Dangerously. That's Paul with his back to the camera again. Gain the ECW tag team title belts and gain a measure He's of Chris Jericho against the public enemy, the current champions, as he leads the team of Sabu and the Tasmaniac to the ring. The Pitbulls come out here, they weigh 300 pounds a piece, and they think they're going to be no, pretty they don't. different from anybody that's ever <laughs> 300 pounds a piece? Yeah. 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 Pitbull number one is fucking like 5'7. If anything, he's like 2'10. One, one. 220 the most. Because that is the one man on the face of the planet. Not 300 fucking pounds. Two men that stand in his path. And Jason, if you'd like to make it three for the price of one, you're more than welcome to try. But that is not exactly what's on my mind right now, Joseph. 
Paul with fucking hair popping out of the chest. How long was that a thing? Hair popping out. When the f I mean, I guess it was cool during the 80s. Fucking Tom Selleck, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Heyman looks like he hasn't showered all week. <laughs> he probably hasn't. <laughs> Where's the sad look? He's a conductor. Oh, jeez. The fuck's he talking about? He's talking about the Menendez brothers? Killing Is their that? parents? Jeez. <laughs> oh, now he's talking about cutting dicks cutting off. Dicks off. What's next, O.J. Simpson? <laughs> it's gotta be. O.J. Simpson, JonBenet Ramsey, gonna run through them all. Society is fucked, and it's still fucked, Paulie. Ah, Noah. Oh, man. We're, we're at this point, and he just reminded me of it. He's talking about you know how bad society's getting, and public enemy is a big issue. It made me think gangsters are coming to fuck things up even more. New Jack. Oh, yeah. He's coming in this year. Is he? Sweet. This year or 95? 95. We're done with 94. This is, we're wrapping up. So yeah, in, but we're still in 94. Oh, I know. But, <laughs> like, yeah. 95. 95, man. It's fucking awesome. Actually, know who's coming though? Real, real soon. Raven. Oh, Raven's gonna be here within the next like three or four episodes. That guy was a hell of a promo. So we got this fucking commercial again. How do they get this one? I'm wondering. It seems like it's not really American Express. Seems like a scam. No. It was fake. This is American Express corporate. It doesn't say American Express once in the commercial. Underwritten by Amex. Uh, I didn't see that. I didn't get to read the whole disclaimer. But they're not advertising American Express at all. Apply for the corporate card. What corporate card? It's not saying the name of the corporate card. That's fucking scam right there. Yeah, it is. So these fake jewelry. Look how shitty this jewelry is too. This jewelry sucks. <laughs> I think jewelry sucks. Period. Right, it does. I don't. I don't. I never see a diamond. I'm like, that's badass. I'd want that on my <laughs> no. ears. Like never. No. It's this old thing that people of a you know generation or two before us thought. Oh, this means something special. This is status. And we gotta have this. Or my boyfriend doesn't like me unless I have this. Yeah. That's such bullshit. So hey, one of those fucking rings was like, uh... It was like Ron Simmons' ring from Florida State. It was, <laughs> it was a college ring. It was like... <laughs> I think it was that conference. Hey, Ron, what did she use this? It was like an ACC ring. <laughs> that was part of the deal. And here we go again with the Battle Royal and the badass song. You know, look at these names, though, coming down. 
like, wow, pretty solid roster here. Much better than the roster that we had two years ago when we started the ECW Extreme Livecast. Man. I can't believe we watched all that stuff back in <laughs> two years ago. 1993 ECW. The fuck? Jewelry commercial again. <laughs> There's one one person. Maybe these commercials aren't so cool anymore. No, they're not cool. They suck. If they're just gonna keep showing the same commercials. Did you see the ring though? This is A ASC. <laughs> but that's not the name of the conference, no. but it looked like the fucking writing of it. The script. It's like a retirement ring. <laughs> Retired from the factory. Yeah, right pawned my ring. It's a fucking pawn store. That's all that is. Cover and read. Pawn yeah, stuff. yeah. It's fucking pawn shop. Yeah. Oh, so what is this here? That angel? Alright, so it's Tommy Dreamer and Cairo. Alright, Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck promo out of nowhere. Let's listen to that. And he turned on you. So right now, I'm gonna make it up to you by going up to Commissioner Gordon asking him for that tag team title rematch that we deserve. Right, you go ahead and do that, Mikey. You go ahead and do that. The poor kid. Doesn't he understand? It's not the fact that Kevin Sullivan turned on me. I can forgive him for that because deep in my heart, I knew he was a worthless, heartless slug. It's not the fact, Kevin Sullivan, that you ran me out of WCW because I've come to look at it as one hell of a favor. But what I can't forgive you for is not letting me know. Why didn't you tell me you had plans to beat the living hell out of Hulk Hogan? Not only would I have stayed your partner, I would have helped. Why didn't you tell me that one day after I left, you were going to turn on your goofy brother? I would have helped. We could have put our differences aside, and right about now, Kevin, you'd be over my house for barbecues, and my kids would be calling you Uncle Kevin, so I'm... Cactus Jack, I'm sick and tired of you talking trash about my husband. Don't be fooled by the gender that stands before you, because it's been said among many people, they're not very sure who's more vindictive and who's more vicious, myself or my husband. You know something, woman? At this point, I'm not sure whose guts I hate Worse, you're oh, fuck. Damn it. Nine. Damn. Get the fuck out of him. Cactus. <laughs> He's so fixed. <laughs> He's like, yo. Yo, it's us. We gotta go. <laughs> that was good. Woman looking smoking. There. Just want to point that out. There's Duel and Kane match coming up. Sandman versus Tommy Dreamer. And here we are in Hamburg or oh, Bristol, Bristol, Pennsylvania, with the obstruction, obstructed view. The fuck? Sandman, Dreamer, Tommy Cairo's in there. Oh, that's right. Tommy Cairo, I think, was supposed to be the enforcer in this match. Yeah. Cairo's the enforcer, and he gets to have a cane. Oh, I like that. Tommy Dreamer just gave a shot. 
You know, right hand to Sandman that knocked the cane out of Sandman's hand. Tommy Dreamer just picked it up. It's like something out of a video game. Now I get you. Now I get you. Think. He's <laughs> getting smashed by AI. Oh, now he's getting double teams. Oh, here comes Cactus. He just no sold that to the back of the head. Adrenaline's a hell of a drug. Yeah, Cactus Sandman. That's a match to see. Tommy Cairo, a natural. Really, Tommy Cairo still fucking hanging around here in late '94. It's funny how the like the different outfits he has. Cairo halfway normal right now. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when he was the Iron Man? He was supposed to be like a bodybuilder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all oily and shit. <laughs> then he lost his tooth and he lost all confidence. Let's <laughs> get out of shape. Fuck it. Holy shit! Cactus getting fucked up. Hit him on the shoulder. Hit him in the head. Oh, now woman's in there to add a nice touch here. She got the mic talking shit to Cactus. Joey Styles not taking too kindly to woman. Wishing that she would shut up. You shut your mouth. Woman. Oh, fucking Kyro's choking out Dreamer. Tinted glasses guy in the front row clap. I want one of those ECW t-shirts. Probably go for so much online. Yeah. <laughs> Vintage cheese sell now. Who's that screaming oh, that's, in the crowd? That's Cactus. Oh, jeez. He's doing the mankind thing. Nice. The squeal. <laughs> sound like a goat. You ever see that YouTube video of a goat yeah. that sounds like a, a human? Yep. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, fuck. They just cut right from there? 1900. You knew if it was 900, your ass was paying. Yeah. 199, first minute, 9. 99 cents each additional minute. Under 18 must up. get parents' permission. Like, they know you got parents' yeah. permission. Like they put you through a security check. Are you hey, did adult? you get your parents' permission? Yeah, I'm all set. <laughs> uh, I remember I ran up, like, a $200 bill. Did you really? Yeah, when I was a kid. <laughs> What'd you know. do? I can tell well, the story, one hundred nine oh nine ninety nine hundred. Oh, you called WCW? Yeah. <laughs> I called him for like a week straight. More than a week. What? A couple weeks. <laughs> what, the, what year was it? What was going on? I don't I don't know, dude. But I remember my parents got the phone bill. My dad was fucking pissed. But they only ended up like making him pay like half of it or something. He's like, my fucking kid was calling. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Every day you were calling one nine hundred nine oh nine ninety nine hundred. Yeah, I remember. I remember my parents wouldn't be home, or they'd be like doing something. I'd pick up the phone quick and I would call it. <laughs> and you didn't have to put payment information in because at the time they just build your phone. Yeah, they knew the phone. phone they, build, they build a number. So you were trying to get all the fucking scoops from Mean Gene. Go to school. Ah no, I remember like because you'd be able to hear like promos. Yep. From like the wrestlers, like I don't know, like for most sake, like you picked an option. Like if you want to listen to, I, I was young, dude. I was like one. 
was probably 92, 93. It was before w NWO. Oh, and shit, like. oh, it was before even like Hulk yeah. Hogan and shit? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, so 92, 93. Yeah, they still did have the hotline. Yeah. I was, was like 7, 8 years old, so 91, 92. That shit. And it was the same number. Yeah. It's funny, though, when they hired Mean Gene, he took it over, and he, he made, like, most of the money from it. Oh, man, that's crazy. Oh, 92, 93. I've never told you that. No, man, I never heard you oh, tell me that. Yeah, ask my dad about it. <laughs> he doesn't remember it as much, but I remember <laughs> My mom probably knows the story to a T. She's got a fucking good memory. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's great. Does your brother know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he was, like, with me doing it. He was a lot younger, though. You figure if I was 7, 8, he was, like, 4 or 5 years old. Yeah. So he might vaguely remember. Or he might just say he remembers. Like, yeah. Sometimes you think you remember. Oh, man, that's awesome. All right, let's listen to Cactus and Tommy Dreamer. Cactus all fucking bloodied open. Yeah, beat down. Soaked. It doesn't even look like blood, it looks like a marker. <laughs> Young wrestlers! Wrestlers with a future, and I did it for the enjoyment, just to prove I could. And now, they've done the single nicest thing they could possibly do, Sandman. Woman, you've given me the gift of life, you see? You've given me a reason! You've given me a reason! Tommy Dreamer didn't need a reason. He had one already, and I watched this man get beaten and beaten. Worse than anything I'd ever took. And I stood there and debated time and time again, should I go out and help Tommy Dreamer? But deep inside, there was this thought that said, no, Cactus Jack. Not because he doesn't deserve to be bailed out, but because he doesn't want it. You see, Tommy Dreamer's been on a quest. Prove he is a man. Prove he's tough enough to take the toughest and extreme championship wrestler. Well, Tommy, the quest is over. Anyone doubts you shouldn't even be in the arena. But you didn't come up and help me out of selfish reasons like I did. You see, I walked into your match because I wanted a piece of the Sandman, just a little piece. You laid your body across the beaten Cactus Jack because you cared. Because you were a friend. So I'm seeing, look into my eyes. We don't need a handshake to seal the deal. We're teammates this Saturday night. And Sandman... Tommy Cairo, woman, you have no idea what those implications mean. I'm going to go home tonight and no, I won't sleep a wink. And no, I'm not going in the shower because I want the taste of steel iron. I want the caked on blood all over my eyes because I want to remember every swing of that stick. And because even more so, this reminds me of victory. So, woman, you want to go out there and make threats about my body parts? Look at me! I don't give a damn! The more parts that I lose, the less I have to lose! So you're looking at two men who are going to let it all hang out this Saturday night. Tommy Dreamer! He ain't no pretty boy! He's a man! Maybe nature gave him these looks, but he earned the guts! He earned the heart, and it's all his. And Sandman, you can't take it away from him. Tommy Cairo, you can't take it away from him. But I've got this jack, and I will take away from you whatever I want. And right now, I want your souls. Back me! What a way to end the show. That was fucking awesome. What a way to hype that match coming up. Jeez. There were many ways.
place to eat. Oh, we got one last commercial. <laughs> what the fuck? Aww, I wanted to see that commercial. Guy <laughs> was eating spaghetti with a fork that spins on its own. <laughs> That'll be our next podcast. We just watch old commercials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that'd probably be pretty entertaining too. <laughs> All right, guys, so that was our first episode, December 13, 1994. And JV, like you said, pretty much hype show for the most part. But we did get that Sandman Tommy Dreamer. Not really a full match. Kind of just fell apart and became an attack on uh, on Tommy Dreamer. And then Cactus came to save the day, and he got his fucking ass beat. And now he's hyping up the match that's going to come at the next big show, Holiday Hell. And that's what we're going to get to after the break. It's going to be episode 87 of ECW Hardcore TV from December 20th, 1994. It's part one of three of Holiday Hell episodes. So we'll cover that one. And then when we come back in two weeks, we'll continue on with that. So like I said, no Supercard special for Holiday Hell. We'll just cover it in the regular episodes. All right, JV, anything else to say on that episode we just watched? No. Nope. All right, so guys, we're going to go to our music break, and then we'll be right back with episode 87 from December 20th, 
right, we're back now from our music break. And we didn't say it before because we actually recorded that a day and a half ago. And we didn't know what we were going to play. But we played the music that JV was talking about. That music that he was hyping up. That ECW promo music. Yeah. <laughs> we found it. We played it for you there. And it was called Millennium from Killing Joke. Now, I don't really know them. Never really heard about them. But apparently... From what I was able to research, they're a pretty big-time metal rock band that kicked back all the way in the you know in the seventies and in into the eighties, and were actually pretty influential on bands like Metallica, Nine Inch Nails, Soundgarden, Nirvana. So fuck shit, they're a band that had some prominence in their in their realm. And that was one of their songs here, and this was one of their latest songs that actually came out around this time, called Millennium. And we're going to hear it a lot more. <laughs> and I'm sure we're going to hear it more in this episode that we're about to cover from December 20th, because that's what they're using during their, their promo segments. So there it was, and you heard it in its entirety. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, it's Killing Joke Millennium from the album Pandemonium. So there's that. All right, so we're going to get right into the next episode in just a moment. It's, again, it's December 20th, 1994. It's ECW Hardcore TV, episode 87. And it's part one of three of the Holiday Hell episodes that we'll be covering. So we're not going to do the long form like I was saying before. We're not going to do a Supercard special of Holiday Hell because the full version is not available to us. So we're just going to go with these episodes because they will cover every single match. That is on that show. So might as well do it here on these regular episodes and doing double duty basically. <laughs> so, and I'll give Great you a little idea. yeah. I'll give you a little preview of what we got in store for this episode though. So on this episode, we're gonna get the two ma- we're gonna get two matches, and one match is gonna be nine one one versus the Pitbulls. And then we're gonna get Cactus Jack and Tommy Dreamer against the Sandman and Tommy Cairo. Well, two big matches there from Holiday Hell 2 from December 17th of 1994. So this is only three days after the event. So this is a quick turnaround. So Paul E. got to work right away on this shit. And I'm sure Joey Styles was pushed to get some work done too. Paul, you got to get over here. You got to go over here in my mom's basement. We got shit to do. We got to get this episode <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> so it's mom's basement. So funny. <laughs> So we're going to have that. We're gonna also going to have a uh, kickoff, a little year in review of ECW 1994. It's going to kick off the show. And again, if you want to watch along with us, this is now available on the BTT Google Drive. So again, if you don't have access to it, just email Mike Mills at bookintheterritory at gmail.com. And if you're a Patreon member, he'll give you access. And then you can go in and go to the ECW folder. And get this episode and watch along with us. Okay, so JV and I are going to get ourselves situated and get set up. And if you're going to watch along with us, pause us and get situated there. And I'll do a countdown as usual. Three down to one. When I say play, we all click play. JV, you ready to go? Yes. Three, two, one, play. All right, we got the sports channel. Oh, and the Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. Christmas tree. It's like, yeah, it's Rockefeller Center, New York City. 
still looks the same. Yeah, exactly the same. They fucking changed shit. Same tacky decorations. Yep. Oh, Shane Douglas. I'm glad we're getting authentic audio. I know I just I keep repeating that, but... No, no, it's, it's exciting. Song, <laughs> imagine what shit... What yes! Shit. Oh, man! Song they'd be I wish we had access just to see what shitty music they played instead. They probably cut... <laughs> actually, they probably cut the whole segment. That's what they probably did. On the network. In the cock. As Sherry looks like she's about to suck Shane Douglas' cock. <laughs> as he hits her with a pile driver. But he had her set up for it. You want that old man's cock, or do you want this cock? <laughs> it sounds like something Shane Douglas would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> so they're playing Drummer Boy, Little Drummer Boy. But I, I love it. In the opening here, you have Shane Douglas holding up the title. And they it's right at the time where they're, they're saying in the song, Our newborn king. Yeah. And he throws the ECW title down. Like, he's the new fucking king. The newborn king of ECW. Extreme championship wrestling. Not that sports entertainment shit. Which makes me think how much better the old, you know, video packages we watch probably are. Oh my god. How much better they are with the actual, like, authentic music. Right. Yeah, I wish we could actually go back and watch all the originals. (laughs) (laughs) But... No, I, well, I do have the originals. I have most of 93 and all of 94. And the ones that I've watched, not much has changed. They didn't really get into using this good music and having good video packages until like halfway through 94. It's like once Paul Heyman really got comfortable with what he was doing production-wise is when things changed. So a lot of that early shit is not much different <laughs> than what we watched. So the song that you hear in the background, Little Drummer Boy, this is actually Bob Seger's Little Drummer Boy. What, what was it? Bob Seger and the Silver Bullets or something like that? The name of his band? Or regardless, it's Bob Seger, so it's fucking How ridiculous good shit. Yeah, fucking Public Enemy's <laughs> out there dressed as Santa. When was this? This so had to be funny. new. Yeah, we didn't see this. Yeah, we hadn't seen that. Good cut from the network. Yeah, they were never dressed up as Santa. That was badass. It fit them perfectly. <laughs> they got the hats on, the belts on backwards like they crisscross. The Mac Daddy and the Daddy Mac. <laughs> that awesome power slam from Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons should have won the title on that power slam to Shane Douglas. All right, what an opening there. Little drummer boy. Hell, here's Shane Douglas. With nothing to say. But we get the real opening with the Nine Inch Nails Closer and White Zombie Thunder Kiss 1965 mashup. It's fucking amazing. So Saturday, I went to Home Depot with my wife. And I put together an ECW playlist. I was like, all right, fine, I'll go. But I'm listening to my playlist on the way there. (laughs) So so I played this. She's like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) This white zombie. Rob Zombie. You know Rob Zombie. Like, what the hell is he saying? (laughs) 
Uh, I do that too. I do this, pull the same shit. It's like tit for tat bullshit. Yeah. Like, oh, well then, I get to do this. Uh, yeah, I'm playing my music on the way there. And I always do something ridiculous that I know is not gonna like. Does it fly? So She's probably thinking from like from what they want. Yeah, it's like why the fuck you listen to this? Like where did you get this from? You never listen to this. <laughs> yeah. You listen to a fucking white zombie. <laughs> She's probably like, what the fuck? And <laughs> what then is I'm, this? Yeah. Then I played Shane Douglas's music too, Perfect Strangers from Deep Purple. And she's probably, what was he having, like, midlife crisis? Just listening to this random rock music? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. All right, so Joey Styles here announcing, and the audio kind of sucks, but this is live production. They're at Holiday Hell. His suit actually is not, like, super baggy today. Right, and he's not in the basement. He is fucking ringside. I swear I had those same glasses as a kid. No, I know you did. <laughs> you're a ma- you're you you're a mashup of Joey Styles and George Costanza. That's <laughs> that's funny. Like that's your '90s. Like you in the '90s is Joey Styles and George Costanza. As a kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Santa Claus is coming down to the ring here. Hey, we're getting some Frank Sinatra music, though. Yeah, Claus. Santa Philly? Claus. Yeah, this is Santa Claus. Yeah, this is ECW Arena. Yeah, they boo Santa. Yeah, they booing Santa. They know something's up. Santa doesn't have a lot of presents in that sack. I want to say it's Kevin Sullivan, but he's too tall. Yeah, definitely too tall. He's taller than Joey Styles. Yeah. So who the hell is this? Oh, yep, they're already chanting nine one one. Hey, oh. that guy right on the screen. That's the guy who's always at WWF events. Still? Uh, f- up to recently, there was actually a little, like a, tw- a 15 to 20 minute documentary about him on the network about him being at all the shows with um with the other guy, uh, Vladimir. Like super fan Vladimir. I don't know if you know who he is, but they used to always no. be in the front row. He- Vladimir always had a tank top. Like a buzz cut haircut and glasses. Tan as fuck. Yelling at the screen. They were the super fans. Always around New York shows. No shit. In what the a 90s. Cool, what a cool title to have. Super fan. Like, I always yeah. wondered, how the fuck do they get tickets everywhere? Yeah. How can they go to all these shows? How do they get laid? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I don't get laid. <laughs> well, uh, today now they're probably cashing in their receipts now. Like, all right, this this is how I get laid now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had to wait a long time. <laughs> it's just a joke. Who knows? It's all the super fan chicks. Hang out with them. Yeah, <laughs> super fan rats. Yeah, <laughs> ring rats. <laughs> oh, 911. Shitty ass joke slam to Santa. Jeez. It should have got like Mikey Whipwreck in the Santa suit so he can at least take the choke slam like a legit choke slam. This Santa didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Oh, and here it is. So, this is the opening of the show. They come out with Santa. 911 comes out, choke slams his ass, and then the pit bulls run in. Here we go. Match number one of Holiday Hell. Both pit bulls just picking their 
And here it is. It's the end of 1994. We're heading into a great year of ECW in 1995, in which the Pitbulls were one of my favorite teams. So it's nice to actually see them here coming into fruition. Pitbull number two still has a little hair on his head. He'll have to shave that off to fully be what I remember as the Pitbull. Wow. I love that they're actually able to do some damage to the 911. Not 9-11 like I said last episode. 911. Tony Lama boots. I've never heard of Lama. You? I know like Tommy Bahama t-shirts and shit. Yeah, I don't know Tommy Lama. Oh, nice spot by Pitbulls. Cool. Pitbull number two, press slam, Pitbull number one. Nice teamwork there. Yeah. Good to see some tag teamwork. Oh, this is, well, Joey Styles just said 911 finally maybe just met his match, and that's, that's very astute on Joey Styles' part to mention that because nobody's challenged 911 like this. But now, Pitbull number two's left alone in the ring, and he's about to get choke slammed. But well, here comes, oh, he's got Jason. Jason's got his shiny pants on. Shiny pants to match the shiny outfits of the Pitbulls. Yeah. <laughs> A pleather. Pleather, that's, I was, I, ah. That's how you're thinking? Yeah, I was, went like brain dead for a second there. Brain damage ever since there was born. It's a great song. <laughs> His best album, too. Oh, fucking awesome. Wow, they're fucking getting a handle on 911. Yeah, they're loving it. <laughs> like, the Pitbulls are pretty big guys. Yeah, oh, man. man. Dwarfs they're thick dudes. Them. They're not tall, but they're thick motherfuckers. Yeah. And they're out of shape, either. They're solid. Jason's bumping around the ring like a nut, though. Yeah, he is. You would think Jason would go after Paulie, but Paulie probably said, hands off, motherfucker. You're not yeah, touching yeah. me. <laughs> I'm not getting involved. And we just get a double choke slam for 911. And um, Pitbull number one wasn't going to take that line down easily. He kicked out. Uh, yeah, they both kind of did. Yeah. They're like, no way you're pinning us. We're the Pitbulls. We're trying to fucking be a tag team here. We're not going to get beat by the fucking uh, bouncer. Yeah, you're not fucking <laughs> burying us. <laughs> exactly. But they give 911 the win here. It's a good way to start the show because now it gives time Paulie to fucking get on the mic and hype the show probably. Pitbulls look good nonetheless, even though they lost. And it was good that Jason actually took most bumps rather than the Pitbulls. Which is what Jason's role should be. Wow, the crowd chant. Paulie. Paulie, damn, he's over. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the end of 94. It's, it's like a thank you, Paulie, for this year. What a year they had. All right, here it is. Here's the song. It's killing joke. I was here over a thousand years. 
<laughs> Some shit like that. <laughs> All right, ECW Arena, January 7th, 1995, where I was 12 years old, just two, two days after being turned 12. January 7th, 1995. We're going to get Sabu, Taz, and 911 against the public enemy, Chris Benoit, and Dean Malenko? Three on to four? All right. Then they're going to go to Fort Lauderdale, January 14th, at the Davy Arena. Six, <laughs> 6591 Southwest 45th Street. You know that's not a, some good locale. <laughs> yeah, it definitely doesn't. Definitely, definitely doesn't meet that. Definitely fits that stereotype. <laughs> yeah, the street, the, the street address is that convoluted. Yeah, that's not a good. It's usually place. downtown somewhere, and that's usually right. Something easy. Yeah. Easy address. All right, here we got the uh, Icor Pro once again. The Icor Pro. I don't even know what they're advertising with the Icor Pro. Is it? They're saying it's sports science, there's a magazine that they're showing. It's not even like they're hyping pills or anything. It's just like, hey, get this catalog from Michael Pro. <laughs> Here's the phone number. Call for catalog. one 900 What's that? I said Pitbull screaming into the camera. Yeah. Remember those brutal promos they used to have? He was the worst. Oh, man, it was awful. Good thing he's in a tag team now. He doesn't have to talk at all. He has Jason as a manager. He was trying to get himself over like he was Triple H. That's what we were saying. Like, oh, yeah. Ah, the Bulldog. All right, so now they're back to the magazine plugs. Wrestle America, the bad guys. We're focusing on Sabu. Hey, to tell you the truth... This is how I learned about Sabu. It's from the Wrestle Magazines. And he looked badass. See this guy jumping through a table. Yeah. Wins and whatnot. That's all I knew of Sabu. Until I was able to actually get my hands on some footage of him. And I was kind of into it at the time, too. If you listen to this up there, you know that I'm not into Sabu at all. Lately. From what we've watched. That might change. Yeah, I don't think either of us are. We, we've been kind of bashing him. Yeah, we've been shitting on his matches. They might get better. But I'm not really liking it. I'm just seeing how sloppy it is. And the wrestlers that he's working with, they're doing a much better job than he is. He just has the push behind him. He's got Paul E. saying this is the most homicidal, suicide, genocidal wrestler out there. <laughs> America, oh shit, what is this? We got some. Ooh, look at that girl helping. Supplements. How about you? Are, Are you, you paying, paying too much? much? I use a weight gainer, okay, G. Here's some dumbass right now. Some jack dumbass. If you start using strength systems, strength systems USA. Whoa, it's time for a new Lynn brand. It's like Matt Riddle, but Jack. Yeah. Oh, Matt Riddle's pretty jacked. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ripped. Lean and mean. But dude, that are we, chick. Are we gonna get more hawk and animal? Or hawk rather? I don't know. I think hawk fucking disappeared into the oblivion. 
They still show him though. They still pimp him out. Yeah, like we he had him here. Show. Yeah. <laughs> he was here and abandoned us. <laughs> the last time we had him around, he fucking left. He didn't show up for the match. I'm pretty sure that was the last time he was around. Terry Funk had to like save his ass. Ah, Terry Funk's been awesome. Terry Funk's been the number one inductee into the ECW Hall of Fame. Uh, I have so much more respect for Terry Funk, and he's moved up so much higher. Absolutely agree. He's the man. Yeah. All right, promo time. I think we're getting a few promos here, so let's lay out and take a listen. A woman... Sandman and what's going to come? 14, January 16th. We're going to show our stuff to Cactus Jack and to all of Florida that we're politically incorrect and damn proud of it. She never sounds scripted. Never. No. She's just talking. Yeah. I mean, she talks slow and whatnot, but... But it sounds calculated. Yeah. It sounds like a bitch. Yeah, she's really good. Uh oh. What's going on, Joey? Jason. Jason with the pit bulls. Uh oh. Pit bull number one. Better not be talking, JV. You jinx us. Alright. Fuck off. Here we go. Let's see what happens here. Is that bad breed? Yeah. Bad breed. Ian and Axel. Oh, fuck him up. Nasty boys light about to get them hands. Oh. Fucking shit. Fucking shit. Sitting on a chair, too. You know, that's one thing. You, you deserve two, to get fucked up. Yeah. That's stupid. Two guys heated and you're, you're willing to just talk shit while you're sitting on a chair. Get your, nat, get your fucking ass knocked over. Hey, is that little yeah. Guido? Little Guido's wearing. Yeah, that's fucking him. Looks like him. Nunzio. Oh, oh plum is cracked. Plum is cracked. <laughs> you knew it. You knew it was a fucking. Uh, it was Ax Ian Ron. Yeah, you could tell. Pasty white skin. Yeah. You can see some blue tint in it. He's just so that transparent. You can see his fucking veins. <laughs> like protruding out his fat. Yeah. That's definitely him. Oh, you think like when people bend over, you think they know their ass crack is hanging out. It's like, come on, I man. Know what I do. Fucking, I see your ass crack. Lift, get up. Fix it's, your... I get that feeling. Feel the wind come up. Right, you gotta know. What the hell's going on here? Alright, so they're still getting separated here now. Alright, so basically they're setting up a fight between the bad breed and the pit bulls. You ain't choke slamming shit, Axron. You can choke slam your pants up to your waist. I don't know if that made sense, but you get what I'm saying. Fucking lift your pants up. Yeah. <laughs> How about a belt? You got a belt. Oh, that's right. You wear fucking sweatpants. You don't wear a fucking belt. They have drawstring. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tighten up that drawstring. Tighten them up. Now, what's the worst, though? On the drawstrings, like on shorts, where it has two, the two holes. And then one of the drawstrings gets caught inside. Yeah, you can you never can, yeah, get the fucking that. thing out again. I get to part. I just all right. These no more drawstrings. Done. The fuck. Yeah. I can't tighten these suckers. Yeah. 
Unless you want to get scientific in you. You know what you do? You get scissors and you slice just a little bit. And then you get tweezers. And then you stick it in there until you can get a hold of it. Pull it out. Yeah. That's that a lot of work. That's a lot of work. But I'm cheap, but I'm also a little lazy. Right. And by the time <laughs> your shorts get to that point, yeah. they suck anyway. So, yeah. get new ones. Oh, we're back to Ico Pro. They they were definitely ahead of the game because sports supplements and nutrition is dude fucking super popular now. Oh yeah, it's big money in it. I mean, this was an uh, time frame to be working out at the gym, so I, I don't know yeah. when people started using that shit, like when people started having protein shakes to work out. But even like people randomly will just have this, will have like protein. Becomes like a diet thing. Yeah. Oh, so you don't drink any protein or anything? Well, not really right now, no. Oh, I, the I don't want to have too much. Yeah, I treat it like a meal. Right, it has to be meal replacement. It can't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a snack. Right. I love that. There's some people who be like, oh yeah, I have my protein. Yeah, then you ate all that other shit too. Like. Yeah, that's different. If you're actively working out, then yeah. Right. Right. You gotta be working out, and you gotta treat it as. A supplement or it has to be a replacement. Right. And you keep track of the protein. Oh, here's the big titty girl that I was referencing. Oh, shit. Look at that. Damn. I like this commercial. Fuck this guy. Go back to that first, like, two minutes. He looks like, um, that guy's name? Michael Dudikoff. The actor that plays fucking the American Ninja. American Ninja, yes. American Ninja movie. I don't know his name. I fucking love those movies. All the different colors. Oh, man. That was, like, video store shit to get. Like, oh, yeah. You go to the ninja section. There was like a ninja section at like you know cheap martial video arts. stores. Yeah, martial arts. It used to be all the ninja movies. That's where we went. Me and my brother would just attack that aisle. <laughs> like I'll watch a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie nowadays. Yep. That came out like Double Impact or something stupid. And as a kid, I thought the movie was fucking awesome. And then I'll watch it again and I'm like, this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Cactus is talking. Foley here. Cactus Jack here. But I got something I want to say after this. So let's take a listen to Cactus. because I've come to look at it as one hell of a favor. But what I can't forgive you for is not letting me know. Why didn't you tell me you had plans to beat the living hell out of Hulk Hogan? Not only would I stage your. All right. So we just talked about this. We just covered this. Where he he's pissed at Kevin Sullivan for. I'll let him know his plans and that he was going to leave Dave Sullivan. That he wishes that Kevin Sullivan would have let him know. So, let me get to what I was saying. We were just talking about old movies, videos. Yep. I love the, the video. Oh, you, you'll know right away. Bobby Lupo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Out for justice. Out for justice. What's the fucking line? You got to say the line. This is classic JV, guys. This is fucking Bobby oh, Lupo. And don't put me on the spot. It's, uh... Is anyone, this... know what... <laughs> yeah. anyone know what Richie did Bobby Lupo? 
Hey, anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, like somebody. The background on the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck yourself. This is a great Steven Seagal clip. Mouth of justice. Yo, anybody know why so-and-so did Bobby Lupo? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> then he kicks everyone's ass. <laughs> it's fucking like pool cute, what do you call them? Pool billiard balls? Yeah. He just whips everybody's ass. Or he like wraps them up and he's just like clock, 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 clock. Using them like nunchucks. I'm gonna right. go I'm gonna go off on not a very strong limb and just say Rick Beebe, he's watched that movie. He knows what the fuck we're talking about right now. Guaranteed. <laughs> he knows Alpha Justice, Bobby Lupo. And if not No, there's no way he doesn't know. <laughs> So we getting this still we got this beatdown going on still from last week. Tommy Kyra on the Sandman beating the fuck out of Sandman. Oh, I had something else I wanted to say. So yeah. you know how there's a new Mortal Kombat movie coming out oh. this weekend? Yeah, just watch that seven minute clip. Yeah, it's fucking badass. But I had Mortal Kombat Annihilation on. Oh, the third movie? Is that the third the second movie? Second one. Oh, that's the second one? Yeah, it was Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh. But Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I thought that movie was awesome. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. It's so corny, dude. No shit. First one sucks, too. I like the first one a little better. Oh, well, it sucks, yeah. Nostalgic, I would say. But yeah, the second one totally blows. The, the second Sonya one has, like, Shao. The second one's hotter. Yes. Yeah. Oh, who plays Sh uh, Sonya in the second one? First one's hot too. Yeah, yeah, she is. Bridget, she was more like Bridget actor. Wilson. Yeah, she became like the better. Yeah, Bridget Wilson's good actress. actress. Yeah. Now we still got another promo from last week. Tommy, is this one we just watched? Yeah, this was at the end of the last episode. The Mortal Kombat Annihilation that had Shao Kahn in it, right? Yeah. Dude, I, I literally just watched it. I could tell you. Oh, really? Just yeah. watched it? How ridiculous it is. I want your souls. Bang, bang! The Sandman and Iron Man Tommy Kyra once again. I just watched uh, Miss Doubtfire yesterday. <laughs> oh. Is it still good? It's fucking even better because now I got nice. so many more jokes that I didn't get before. It's a stupid question. It's a fucking Robin Williams. Robin Williams. He fucking Dude's a great. He sneaks in so many inappropriate jokes that you don't even realize. <laughs> do, you, do you hear the rumor that there's a rated R version of Mrs. Yes, there is, but the director said that he's never going to put it out, but Robin Williams did like so many different versions of scenes that he could yeah. put it together and make it R-rated. I would love to see that. I've seen like the fan-made trailer. Oh, really? Yeah, it's funny. You ever see those where they take like a comedy, and make it a horror, or take yeah, yeah. a horror and make yeah. it a comedy? Yeah. Oh, I love those. I think those. those funny. AAU national champions. Oh, AAU! I remember this video? Back when that meant something. <laughs> Dude, I remember this. You don't remember this? Yes, I know this video. Yeah. Yeah. The relay. Yep. Remember learning baseball? Oh, well, I still teach it. This is the same exact shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I used to coach, it was... I love that. Right there is the... They did the, uh... The triangle. Call it. You gotta call it. Who's gonna call it? Call it. 
Practice was the best part, to be honest. Well, yeah, because you get more reps, you got fucking more to do. No, even as a coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like, definitely. I like practice a lot more than the games. I like the games because I like to see them in action and, like, game time, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. But, but, yeah, you get to see more and do more in practice. We're limited right now, practice time, too, because of COVID. 90 minutes. What? Yep. They limit how long you can practice? Yeah. What's the science behind that one? I don't know. I guess if, it, <laughs> if, it, if, you, if you practice for two hours, you're more likely to get it, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's funny. Fucking rules. But, yeah, fuck, who, what video was that? I feel like we didn't even catch who the fuck made that video, but... We definitely, that video was out for yeah. years. That was a popular one. Yep. I'm sure we'll see it again. I can't wait to find out the story of you uh, calling WCW Hotline. Because <laughs> <laughs> the ECW Hotline was just shown. And now we have Angel coming down. Tommy Cairo. And Joey Styles just took a shot at Todd Pentagill, saying this isn't Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, Don't these Singapore cane is super popular in ECW, huh? Well, Sandman and Tommy is like main thing. Yeah. They've been really beating this. They should have switched the weapon by now. Yeah, they're beating it with, uh, with the Singapore cane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tommy Cairo's got spot in a big bald spot now in the back of his head. To shave his head down a little bit to hide that. Yeah. Angel's down here with like a wedding dress, which I don't like because she's compressing those Too much. tatas yeah. a little bit here. Look at the guys in the front row. They're, they're fucking being perfect. That guy's smoking a cigar in the front row. Yep. They got Damn. Christmas hats on. Back in the day. Smoking in the front row. Angel <laughs> at this point. 30 years ago, you could just smoke a butt in yeah. It's funny. You go to a restaurant. You want smoking or non-smoking? Yeah, I remember that as a kid. Smokers were so pissed. Like, what the fuck? I should have the right to smoke. <laughs> and your fucking establishment. No, you got to go outside <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, restaurant owners were like, thank God the state passed the law. You bailed us out. Because they didn't want to have to be the yeah, restaurant that didn't allow smokers. Right. It's like, we don't want to. We, we want the fucking government to tell us you know who we can discriminate against (laughs) (laughs) alright so Angel's in the ring he's only like 19 or 20 jeez I'm surprised he's just randomly back yeah missing for a few months a year, probably. Really? We, not at all in 94? I don't think she's been around at all in 94. Oh, shit. I don't remember at all. All right, here comes Sandman, and here it is. It's his first time coming to the ring. Enter Sandman. <laughs> Why are you trying to hit the ref? Metallica. We get to hear it. Woman. Woo! Look at that shot of the camera. And the music is pumped. It's banging through the arena. 
Sandman was just looking down at women's tits and just shook his head in disbelief, like, oh my god, can't believe it. <laughs> and now he's going to head to the ring, and this is going to be the first of one, his, one of his many long entrances. So, in WWF, The Undertaker is known for his long-ass entrances. Sandman will become known for having these long entrances, as he'll just have this song play out in its entirety, sometimes even more than once, as he just comes to the ring, drinks beer, smokes cigarettes, and then begins his match. Fucking badass. So with that said, it's come a long way from surfer outfits. My God, remember that? He was a healthy <laughs> surfer. Imagine him trying to surf now, smoke his lungs. <laughs> In your pillow tight. So, with no surprise, this is going to be our outro music on this episode. It's Metallica. After never, never. How long does woman stay with him? For a while. Not sure exactly, but definitely throughout part of '95. She leaves eventually. She goes to WCW. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it was like 96 she went to WCW? I think 95 she was in WCW. Just don't know exactly when. Pretty sure she she's back with Kevin Sullivan in WCW for a period of time. Chris Benoit. Probably whenever Chris Benoit heads over. Oh, look at that ass. Jeez. What the fuck? That stands the test of time. Jesus. That ain't no 90s ass, man. I guess it is, but <laughs> it's not like, you know what I mean. <laughs> you said it best. It stands the test of time. Sorry for maybe the a couple female listeners that might be out there. <laughs> maybe a couple. <laughs> but, you know, this is BTT. This is Booking the Territory. <laughs> The Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast in the Extreme ECW Livecast follows suit with that. <laughs> yeah, it's not like shaming or anything. It's a Right. Like you're sexualizing her. It's like, well, I guess. That's what I meant to That's kind of what she's doing out there. If, if, <laughs> if I like guys, then I'd probably say they have nice junk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Whatever I'm into, I'm going to point it out. Damn, yeah, this is a long entrance. Yeah, man. They're not usually this long. So this is like the start of it. This is the first time you ever came out to it. But even with his old music, he wasn't doing this, no? No, no. He just got the what fuck a gentleman. Woman. Yep. Same man gave her the chair, let her walk up. She's got the nightstick. Well, not the nightstick. Fucking uh, Singapore cane. You got woman and angel. Angel, come on. You could have dressed better than that. What the fuck? Maybe woman said, you ain't dressing. We ain't showing those puppies. Because then you're going to distract from me. Everyone's going to be looking at those Jumbo Wombas. 
<laughs> All right, so Joey Styles says we got to go to break. They're going to be right back. And we're going to get this match. Extreme Tag Team Match. Commercial break. Ooh, what's this? Fuck's this guy? Let's listen to this dumb shit. We got a Bruins jersey. Maybe there should be no more hitting in the game. Maybe you should take out those nasty disagreements. Make it more like a silver ballet. No more rock'em sock'em hockey. Maybe. Kings. Quality video presents the all-new Rock'em Sock'em Rock Sock Four. The way it was meant to what be is this, like hard shots of hockey. It's like a blooper video. Fuck you. Alright, so some hockey tape. Top 50 playoff goals. That's probably pretty damn good. <laughs> Rock'em Sock'em 4. The top 50 goals. Two videos from 1995. It's pretty damn cheap. Granted, the video is probably 45 minutes each. Oh, we're back to this jeweler. This music fucking blows. Tink, tink, tonk, tink, tink. <laughs> and then a random girl just shaking. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, the one human they show, that's what they show. A girl shaking her finger. No, no, no. You can't have me unless you get this jewelry. Carver Reed. Since 1860. Give me a fucking break since 1860. When I open a business, I'm just gonna fucking like... Make up an like, established yeah. date. Yeah, I've been Estimated. around since fucking uh, 1790. <laughs> yeah. I've actually been around since 1770. I predate the existence of this country. Of this country. <laughs> There's this new whiskey, and that's what how it gets like... Uh, they have a fake establishment and shit. No, that's real, but they're like, yeah, you know, since 1774. You know, before America was America. Oh. Yeah, they're making them in barrels. Hide yeah. it from the... Hide it from the redcoats. <laughs> from the lobsters. 400 fucking years, and I'm finally hearing about it in 2021. Well, you guys fucking... Your business model sucked. <laughs> yeah. Way to spare awareness. <laughs> It's only taken you 300 years. Yeah. <laughs> this commercial again? <sighs> Fuck. They must have given them like a bargain. Right. We'll give you two for 30. Two spots for 30. Well, we're going to play them all in the first. You know, we're going to play them all in the same segment there. It's fucking ugly ass jewelry too. That's 80s jewelry. It's the worst. People, yeah. You see old people wear that, that kind of gold. <laughs> you know what kind of people I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> Cover read. Now you know. All right, back to wrestling. Cactus Jack head into the ring with Tommy Dreamer, and Cactus Jack is coming out to Born to Be Wild. And here we go. Action starts off. Whew. Knee right to the back of Cac uh, of Sandman from Cactus Jack. Nice bulldog. The action's hot and heavy. Sandman's wearing sneakers, along with his relentless Zumbas and his new ECW t-shirt that he has. Oh, shit, he just grabbed, Cactus just got a pan or something from the crowd. Yep. Wow, 
Three smacks. Yeah, bacon sheet. Ain't making brownies. Whew. <laughs> the way Sandman takes that ball and just... <laughs> yeah, he just dropped to his back on to the, the fourth one. That was great. Yeah. Joey Styles calls too. He's like, "Good night, Cookie." <laughs> what? Where did he get the frying pan from? Now we just nailed Sandman with a frying pan. He's gonna be cut open soon. I wonder why Sandman's entrance was so long. He was fucking smoking. It looked like he was smoking weed, not a cigarette. Yeah. Like I gotta get fucking high before I take this beating. Time to kill the pain. <laughs> Yeah, we don't believe in fucking workplace safety. <laughs> we don't pad the floors in ECW because we can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. Dreamer headbutting Kyra wearing a hockey That's the only reason. Once they get pay-per-view, I'm sure there's fucking some padding out there. All right, we got Kyra with the chair. Pretty chair shot to Dreamer. Dreamer's wearing a Cactus Jack t-shirt, one of those classic Cactus Jack t-shirts. Definitely got to get a hand, my hands on one of those. Sell them at WWE, but... Oh, yeah? Yeah. That old school Wait for one of those deals. Shirt. They usually have deals. Yeah. Yeah, they have deals every show now. Whoa! Cactus is beating the fuck out of the Sandman, man. Sandman, man. He's getting beat down. And they have been in the ring... For the last few minutes here. We're getting some strange cuts here. Yeah. But, no, we're the, back the in the camera ring. transitions. Yeah. That was a good cut, though. Yeah. They probably, they didn't, they, yeah. It looks like they're just cutting out some waste. The fan cam. And ECW fan cam looking on Angel. Tommy Drina. Dreamer. Dreamer. Dreamer's down, Cactus on Sandman, now he's heading for Cairo. Beating on Cairo, they're going at it. Outside of the ring, right into the guardrail. You see that guy help his boy out, he pulled him back. Wasn't paying attention. I didn't see that. What a good friend. Look at Cairo. <laughs> Cairo's in control, he's got a lot of energy tonight. He does, but man. <laughs> Just look at him, he looks like <laughs> It looks like he came out of the crowd. <laughs> Holy fuck! Just come I mean, Dreamer just went flying over the top rope from the rafters. He ran from the from the <laughs> ring and jumped out, and he just he kicked Tommy Cairo in the back of the head. And Cairo was not expecting that at all. It yeah, was that Sting. Well. <laughs> all right, so now we're in the corner of the outside area. Sandman just laid into Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack is trying to get refuge in, in the ring now to make this legal. Cairo's just still going crazy, dropping leg drops. Sandman heads into the ring. Now we got Cactus and Sandman in the ring. Let's see if we can get some match in-ring action going on here. Some weird, wild stuff here at Holiday Hell. Cactus takes the powder, rolls out of the ring, heading back in. Sandman grabs hold, gonna suplex him into the ring. Ooh, ooh, oh, oh, that looked bad. <laughs> yeah. Funny how the fan cam is always focusing on the the ladies outside. 
or as our our idol Bill Burr would say, all the ladies. Women <laughs> <laughs> and angel. Had to move my mic for that in Bill Burr tradition. Yeah, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Exactly. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, Monday morning podcast, Bill Burr, check it out. It's got like four now. <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to all the other ones, which I should, but just... Oh, I love them. No. They're all like different. Different guys, different guys. That he yeah, the one with Verzi is like more sports that's teams, so that's good. But the one with Burt Kreischer might be my favorite one. Really? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big. I, I don't know. I say I'm not. I've, I've, I've never really been like watched much of Burt Kreischer's stand-ups, but him and Bill just have natural chemistry. Oh, I mean to check it out. Oh, he threw the ch fucking table at him. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> wow, Sandman dropped the fucking politically table. incorrect and damn proud of it. Yep. Oh, Styles just said it. <laughs> yep. Hey, what a battle. I just love those shirts. Yeah. They shared, those are the memes of, like, a boomer shares on fucking, like, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, big leg drop. Wow. Oh, nice. Oh, it's awesome. Cactus Jack said, fuck you, you're not going to kick me again. He just grabs him, slams him down, slams Tommy Cairo down from the ring apron down to the mat. But in the mean, meantime, he falls onto the fucking table with the legs up. Table's upside down, and he's still got those metal legs standing up. He falls right into him. Tommy Dreamer just slams Sandman into the guardrail. Now you have a fan holding up a chair. Tommy Dreamer's calling for the fan to keep that chair up. Doesn't actually go for it. See action changes. Ooh, double chair shot. Dreamer to Sandman. Cairo to the back and head of Dreamer. That was a good unplanned spot, I they think. They do not have a lot of room to work on the outside either. Does barely any, any space out there. That's why they need to get the fuck in the ring. <laughs> Safety has it. Right. Come on. As crazy as you want it to be and you want the fans involved, it's time to get in the ring and let people watch the show. Let him watch the stage for a little bit. Shouldn't be in the entire match. All right, same man going for a side suplex. Side spinning suplex. Ooh. First wrestling move in about a year. <laughs> Tommy dreaming down in agony. And now all of a sudden they care about the rules. Same man's <laughs> Cactus Jack reaching out his hand. That's the thing that drives me crazy. And we talked about it in Bottom Line Wrestling Cast and Tag Team Matches. You know, this time period, not, not this time period, 95, 94, but later, like 97, 98, 99. All right, so we're not going to follow the rules for most of the match, but at some points we will. Like, who gives a fuck about the tags at this point when you just let these guys brawl for 10 minutes? Yeah. Now it's like, all right, you're going to tag in. Now we want to enforce some rules. Right. It's like, nah, if, I'm, if I want to be in this match, I'm just going to jump in. <laughs> Maybe you can't get the pinfall victory, but you should be able to just go in at any point if you want now. Fuck it. There's no rules. 
I see him going for a pile drive here on Cactus Jack. Oh, no, that's not Cactus Jack. It's Tommy Dreamer. See the suspenders there. <laughs> yeah, with the shirt pulled up. He still <laughs> yeah. wears them. Yeah, he still, he still has the on. fucking suspenders. Oh! That did not look good. Oof. I just sound like Mikey Whip right there. That did not sound good. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Oh, Cactus fucking good. Looks like going for a mandible claw. On the Sandman. But now Tommy Cairo saving saving Sandman. Cairo must have paid his bills to the Sandman since they're in uh, good standing. Cactus Shack slams down. Oh, there it is. There it is. Nice. Good. Good. Cairo should take the pinfall there. Yep. That was the main feud. Yep. Alright, Cactus gets the pinfall. Cairo. Cactus and Tommy win the match. Sandman continues to look strong because he didn't get pinned. And the brawl just continues on like nothing happened. And that's what you gotta expect out of this match. Like, what's gonna be settled here? Nothing. They're just gonna keep fucking with each other nonstop. Yep. Here, here comes Woman going after. Dreamer. His angel in the ring, too. Oh. Fucking wedding dress shit is to go, man. Come on. Alright, let's take a listen. Cactus Jack, the voice of reason? Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, give him the cane, Tommy. Use your head. Don't do it. It's not worth it. This... Just give the cane to Cactus. <laughs> Thank God. Whoa! Jeez. Holy shit. Cactus I didn't Jack. See coming. Just fucking gutter from Tommy and nailed Angel. What? Angel fucking went down like a fucking sack of potatoes. And now Mick Cactus Jack is just going across Sandman to Cairo. What? What an ending there. I did not see that coming. What a sport Angel was. Holy moly. Yeah. Well, she's taken some pretty bad bumps in the past, too. Right. Yes, she got fucked up by, um... Is it Public Enemy? No, um... The asshole. The fuck's his name? Rockin', Oh, uh, yeah, Rockin' Rebel. Rockin' Rebel. Rockin' Rebel Where's had his he way been? with her. He, he left, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the promo and shit. Yeah. He didn't like that he wasn't getting pushed and he had to take a loss to, like, Chad Austin or something. So he left. Paul Heyman fired his ass. Oh, you don't want to lose? See ya. <laughs> don't need you. Yeah. At this point, too, like, at the, you got to see, like, the writing on the wall if you're at ECW. Like, look at all these stars coming in. And you're going to act like you're a big shot because you were there early on during the fucking Eddie Gilbert days and Todd Gordon days. Like, dude, Paul Heyman's going to tell you, fuck off. likes you. <laughs> it doesn't seem well liked. Alright, so we're back to commercial break here. We got the hotline. ECW Hardcore Hotline. Alright, so I don't, I don't think there's much more after this. We're probably going to get a wrap up after that because I'm pretty sure. 
But that was the last match of the show. Like, the show's gonna wrap up. Oh, 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 oh. After this commercial break. Alright, so what I have written down, as I break down the episode in the notes here, looks like there's a highlight package of Stevie Richards, then a promo from Public Enemy. And it says Stevie Richards as Stevie Flamingo. Now, that's a little hint to what's about to come. That's Raven. Because Raven oh. was Scotty Flamingo in WCW. So that. this is the beginning of that. We interrupt this program to bring you this special report. All across America, oh, back to this uh, muscle thing. See that girl's doing? She's like lifting the weight for that guy. Yeah, I know. It, it's probably set at like five pounds. <laughs> If you start using strength, how are they moving that? Year, you'll have saved 860 bucks. We'll no, it's a machine. It's not a free weight thing. Available at health food stores and nutrition sections. Call for your phone. 1-800-722-FIRM. Probably have the cable disconnected. Yeah. So what they're showing right now is give us your comments. So they even had a phone number. Like, what do you guys think? I guess that's pretty... Innovative for a business of this stature. Like, hey, what do you guys think? Just tell us. <laughs> huh? You say competing with 1990? Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Just say there. I didn't hear that. He, he said it was going to be a show January 7, 1995. Oh, oh. All right, so he's just hyping up a couple shows coming. So you got the show in Philly coming up. You got shows in Florida coming up. And now they're just hyping them right here. January 7th in Philadelphia. That's the next big ECW Arena show. Four on three. Sabu, Taz, 911 versus Public Enemy. The Malenko. Just flying by now. All right, we got a match here though for the 14th. It's franchise versus Ron Simmons, Dean Malenko versus Taz for the ECW TV title. And then we got a show in Orlando. You got Public Enemy versus Sabu and Taz. Looks like hey, this music. What is this? Pearl, Pearl Jam. That's what it sounds like. Like or it's like there. another band from this time that was trying to sound like them. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like Eddie Vedder, right? Kind of sounds like that. Or it was that other group that Eddie Vedder was in with uh, the Soundgarden. Chris Cornell, Chris Temple Cornell. of the Dog. Temple of the Dog, yeah. The current issues of the ECW this week, Gabe, examines ECW rookie Steve Richards' newfound fascination with... Oh, Stevie Richards... So, Joey Styles is saying Stevie Richards has a infatuation with Scott Levy. It was Johnny Polo. Scotty Flamingo. This is cool. This beginning Raven. Stevie Richards becomes Scotty Stevie Flamingo. All right, so he's still in the Scotty Flamingo gimmick, and I would imagine Scotty 
Raven is gonna come out and fucking like bitch slap him and be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Fuck's your problem. I'm so glad that Raven is so early in 95. It's gonna be right away. Whew, we're into the good stuff now, man. Joey Styles is not impressed with Scotty Flamingo, Scott Levy. We shall see. <laughs> They're selling the phone line. We'll have the scoop there. Yeah. Right. Are they going to give us some of that hotline? Oh, public enemy. All right, public enemy promo to wrap it up. Here we are, Johnny. The Big Apple. There they are. City of Rockefeller Center. And it looks like it's going to be a Merry Christmas. Merry oh, they just Christmas stole somebody's Johnny. wallet. <laughs> Ganked. <laughs> Yoink. Hey, Johnny, what do you think of that old Christmas tree there? That's a big Christmas tree, Rocco. Well, you know, that's Rockefeller. <laughs> I knew he was going to say it. <laughs> Rocco Fellow Center? How you think that tree looking in the living room? How we gonna get that big tree in the living room? Johnny don't know it yet, but I'm gonna talk him into bringing that tree home. Johnny, we can cut a little off the bottom. They're gonna fucking steal the tree like it's Christmas vacation. Yeah, right. He takes that huge ass tree. Rocco, public service don't take no credit card. We don't got no credit card. That's great. The more prosperous you are, the more prosperous we are. So we're gonna steal your shit. <laughs> All right, and that's the end of the episode. And looks like they were doing some sport shit right after that. The show went to a close, and that was ECW Hardcore TV episode 87 from December 20th, 1994. And hey, what a way to kick off Holiday Hell! 911 taking on the Pitbulls. Pitbulls get in some actual offense against 911. Finally, they ultimately lose to 911. They didn't look like chumps. Jason was a lot of the problem in that match, so Pitbulls didn't look like big chumps there. 911 gets the win. But then, a crazy match, but hell of a match, I think. ECW of the time type match. Cactus and Tommy Dreamer taking on Sandman and Tommy Cairo. And Sandman coming out to enter Sandman for the first time. And then we're just getting this little hype, little preview of what's to come with Raven. And at this point, people have no fucking clue what Raven is. And they're just thinking... Johnny Polo's coming here? What's the fucking big deal? Johnny Polo. Oh, so he comes as Raven. He's in the debut as Raven. He doesn't, like, transition into Raven? Pretty sure. I, I don't remember oh. exactly what okay. the story is, but Stevie Richards is saying that he loves this guy, and he's his biggest fan. 
then he's going to show up. So we'll see. And I know it's within the next few weeks. It's probably right after Holiday Hell. So we have two more episodes to cover with Holiday Hell matches. So I'd imagine in three episodes, that's when Raven's going to make his debut. That's just a guess. So on our next episode, we'll do the next two weeks. So we'll do the... It'll be it'll be the twenty seventh, and it'll be like January third of nineteen ninety five. That'll wrap up holiday hell and bring us into the new year. And then maybe you know if we have extra time, or we can throw it in on one of the episodes, either the next episode or the beginning of the the following episode. We'll do a little like top three or top five moments of nineteen ninety four of ECW. Some things that we you know just stood out to us as being. Mm-hmm. Best parts of 1994. So that's what we have coming up. And uh, JV, anything to say on this episode before we head on out? Maybe we do a wrap no. up. Nope. All right. So we'll be back. We'll be back in just a second with a wrap up. All right. So we're back with the wrap up. And as I said, in two weeks we'll be back with the next two episodes of ECW Hardcore TV as we wrap up 1994 and head into 1995 with episodes 89 and 90 from December. 27th and January 3rd of 1994 and 1995, respectively. And then possibly also uh, covering a few of our top moments of 1994 as we wrapped up this pretty damn solid year. Much better year than our first year of 1993. And man, JV, I, I, said, I said it last time, but it's still crazy to think we went through all of 93 and we're finishing up 94 now. <laughs> like, wow, where does the time go? Yeah, I know. Like, it doesn't seem like... It's like this was our additional project that we do. Because we do the Bottom Line Wrestling cast. And like this was another one that came along. And like, shit, we've been doing this one for so long now, too. It's just crazy. Well, yeah, what, what gets me, too, is like... At first, it kind of really sucked to cover this. <laughs> but now we're at the point where we can kind of see it transitioning. And becoming like a better show. A better product. Yep. So that's a little... uh Oh, it's exciting. exciting. Yeah. You know, and it's exciting to just, just like that we put in the grunt work too. Yeah. We weren't pussies and we're like, no, we're going to get the good stuff right away. Fuck 93. No, we fucking went through it. <laughs> yes. We watched it. Now, many of you listening, some of you may be jumping on now because that's what you're interested in. That's fine. But we did the work ahead too. So maybe go back and just check it out. You know, if you like what we do with what you're listening to now, I mean, we put the same effort in. <laughs> to watching that other 93 stuff and it's a lot of funny shit to talk about in 93 that you might enjoy so don't just neglect it go check it out on the Extreme ECW live cast but eh, good shit there alright so that's what we have coming up on the Extreme ECW live cast in two weeks also we have the bottom line wrestling cast which is the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin and we're also making a turning point there as we just wrapped up 2001. We are now heading into 2002. And we're going to do episode 109 this week. And it's the first few episodes of SmackDown and Raw from January of 2002. Leading up to the Royal Rumble. So check us out. The Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. We have over 150 episodes chronicling the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Starting from December of 1995 as the ringmaster. All the way up to December 2001 with many watch along episodes also available in addition to our chronological coverage of Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
So check it out. It's the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. And follow us on Twitter, at Bottom Line Cast. Okay, also follow me, Mike Pru, at MPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. And follow us at Extreme Cast on Twitter. With that said, we're going to head on out of here. We'll see you guys in two weeks. And we got our outro music. Finally, Surface Sandman is officially done. He is the Sandman. Enter the Sandman. The beer drinking. The cigarette smoking. The woman grabbing. The fucking Singapore cane swinging. Motherfucker <laughs> that he is. <laughs> Heading out to the ring with an entrance. Five minutes. 30 seconds long. <laughs> it's Sandman. And here it is. It's Metallica. Enter the Sandman. Or Enter Sandman. Whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm talking about. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Thanks as always. It's being part of being part of the Extreme ECW Livecast and being a BTT Patreon member and being part of the BTT JV Goon Squad. So long. <laughs>